ever wonder if you should get a sponsored rider or brand ambassador to promote your business? Well, you're in for a treat because in today's episode, I'm chatting with Katie Lawrence, the founder of Riviera PR, and Katie specializes in managing sponsored riders. So join me as we discuss the essentials of finding the perfect brand ambassador or rider for your business from setting clear expectations to measuring your return on investment. So whether you're considering bringing a brand ambassador or rider on board or looking for ways to enhance existing partnerships, this episode is packed with insights so you won't want to miss it. So sit back, relax, and let's jump in. You're listening to the Stable Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Bush, here to chat all things equine business with a new episode every week from me or from the best in the biz. Now, don't forget to leave a review and, of course, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode when it drops. Hello and welcome to the Stable Business Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce Katie. Katie, let everybody know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Hi, um, so I'm Katie. I run Riviera PR, um, ideally specialising in matchmaking riders and brands. Um, we believe here that there is sponsorship for everyone and it is about finding the right brand to go the right rider and vice versa. Yeah, and everybody that listens knows that a big part of what I do is helping businesses to market and to get um, in front of more people. And I get asked, I get asked all the time about like sponsored riders and brands and there's a lot of frustration as well from the business owners around that because yep. I think yeah so like what do you think are like the absolute essentials that from a business owner's perspective have to happen in order to get that that brand ambassador or that rider going it's like any relationship communication is key um mm-hmm. I think outlying up front your expectations ideally you'd have a contract in place um even if that's basic and just an email saying this is what we're going to do I've seen a lot of them that are just an A4 page that just say, we expect this from you. Can you do this in return? And at least it's up front and you've laid something on the table. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, perhaps a rider might come back and talk about it. And that's always a good thing. That's getting that door open. Um, but for me, really to make that that relationship work is being clear up front with what you want and then maintaining that communication through the relationship. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Like I see... A lot of business owners, when they come to me, they're like, oh, yeah, I've got this sponsored rider, but they're not doing anything. <laughs> they're not doing anything. Yeah. And I said, well, what did you ask of them to do? Like, what was your expectation? And and I think sometimes the expectations are totally out of sync and out of balance. Like, do yeah. you find that? Yeah, um, uh, I've seen it surprisingly with even really big brands come back and you're like, just looking at that on paper it doesn't make any sense what you're asking the rider because it's quite easy to go, oh, I'd like um, four social media posts a month for you and in return I'll give you a saddlecloth. And, and people are easy to dismiss social media and be like, well, it takes like five minutes to a post, that's easy. But actually to create the content, get the photos, research the hashtags, put decent, you know, a decent story around that because you don't want people just posting willy-nilly for the sake yeah. of it. You want them to post a decent story and ethos and discuss why they're working with you. It's going to take over an hour, of, if not two hours of a rider's time. Now, you want that to be equally rewarded as such. So is it working fairly for both of you? Are you offering enough? Because if you're asking a lot and not getting it, it's probably because you're not really yeah. giving them incentive it's, to do that. Yeah, it's so too clear. It's got to be I, fair I've had people that have come back and they've said, oh, I went back to my, my sponsored rider and said, oh, this, and they were like, oh, I'm waiting for the weather to get good or I'm waiting for this. And I was kind of like, yeah, sometimes, again, you have to set your expectations and be like, actually... Yeah what I want is real 
you know if it's yeah. pouring with rain yeah. like that's okay because do you find that with your riders that you work with that sometimes that is something that holds them back like they get stuck in that oh it's got to be perfect yeah and a lot of people I talk to are like oh well, I haven't posted on social media I mean I'm guilty of doing it I haven't got a good photo this week I haven't done that and you know I haven't got a good I haven't been to a show so I haven't posted but actually the stuff that does well is relatable and realistic and that's more what's the word I'm looking for sort of is it relatable I feel like I've already said that um like tangible and people are going to be more engrossed yeah. with that and engaged and, yeah, and that does can... a lot better actually than having yeah and I think that's really important is having that um yeah engage in order to get that engagement and that connection yeah it's got to like sometimes I don't know about you I look at people's posts and they're just so perfect and off the charts that I just go it's not real yeah, no. it's not what real life is yeah, like. I don't follow a lot of people like that yeah. it's boring isn't it yeah us yeah and I think so that that's sort of really key so when a brand like if you've got a business and you're thinking actually I can I could use a brand ambassador or a sponsored rider like what is actually like a, expected as in terms of right return on investment? Because I think that's what a lot think. Oh, I've given them so much stuff, and they they expect yeah. a level of sales or like what is reasonable. That's the age old question, and I think it's it's really difficult to define that. For me, a, a rider isn't responsible for making a sale if they yeah. are advertising you and promoting you, but you've got excuse me a shit website so someone goes to the website and can't just can't navigate around and can't buy anything that's not the rider's fault that's you and your business so you've yes. got to make sure that your business has got all the steps in place to make it easy but a rider is fundamentally there to represent your brand and get awareness out there yeah so it's just looking at a case and being like okay are they are they delivering what they've said they are are they actually making people aware of my brand am i getting a few inquiries in what does work well um is what a lot of brands do is affiliate links although they don't always work and discount codes so you can track them yeah. and then at least you're getting awareness of um people coming through and how many people are actually sort of clicking onto that yeah. onto your website and, and coming to you through that person but i do think it's difficult you know i was talking to someone the other day about influencers like fitness influencers and fashion influencers that can charge thirty thousand a post now and they can, you know, through their social media go, well, I've done this post, it's hit 500,000 views. The clink, the clinks, that's a new word, clicks off the back <laughs> of this to to yeah. this person's website is X. So here's a conversion rate. So then that easily becomes definable. But I think we're still struggling really in the question world to be hitting those numbers yet. But I yeah. think as long as you've got in place that they are delivering the awareness and you've got things set up so people can buy from you, then, then that is... Yeah, so I, I would say in terms yeah. of like tracking, businesses probably yeah. want to be yeah, tracking links, making sure that they're yeah. um, looking at their traffic. So again, they can see yeah. how many visitors come to their page, like if they yeah. get that, that number down, and they should be able to hopefully see a, an increase in traffic and increase in reach. Um, and, and that is what it is, because it's, it's more about that sort of, yeah, as you said, awareness of your business rather than making the sales. And I think that is that's yes. really yeah, good point. Good point. So what do you think like people need to get in place like what's really important to get in place if they're gonna put that um get bring on a brand ambassador or a, a rider um certainly look for a the budget you've got in your marketing to spend on that and then look at what seems a reasonable amount of work for that in return 
um so many brands i work with you know it's predominantly all product based um so a lot of you know businesses don't have the big budgets like big sports companies like nike and so on have so if you set down and gone right we expect x out of a rider that's what we want from them work out what that is in terms of value of their time you know roughly say most riders will be charging 40 to 50 pounds an hour for coaching you can just turn that into a package and be like right perhaps i haven't got the budget within my marketing to spend that much on a rider in terms of product so I'll, I'll knock that down and ask for less so one is having those expectations and that balance you know fair deal set out in place the second one is contract just get a contract it's worth spending a few hundred pounds there's some really good equestrian lawyers out there to get you a template that you can use and then your expectations are set out very early on i'd also make sure that you've got somewhere in your calendar to chase them you know yes okay a rider it's it's great for a rider to come to you and they should be proactive but at the same time if you know you've got a launch coming up in march you've got a new product coming make sure you've got a drop and you're you're going to be in contact with the rider at that time so just have them on your radar at all times yeah yeah and that, that's gonna sort of really help so i hope this has been useful so if anybody had a rider that that, that is actually you know not meeting their <laughs> not meeting what they expect like you have yeah. got a membership haven't you can you tell us a bit more about that yeah launching in february um i've sort of reshuffled a bit i wanted to make it more accessible for more people um so basically it will be um a monthly well two calls a month catch up so we have a little hot seat um so people can go through things like their social media plan um, content instagram bios how they can approach brands and most importantly how they can keep brands happy but there'll also be a pre-recorded sort of 12 sessions that where all that's in detail that they can study um in their own time yeah and so that would probably be yeah if they're if they've got that relationship already it might be a good idea to point their their riders to it perhaps they could even add part of that their brand ambassador deal is that they they include that yeah. maybe i don't know um as part of it to, so that they can help because it's so important that like, if you're gonna do it like make the most of it there's so many opportunities and if you both got that support and i'm always talking about this if you've got that support in terms of yeah, help with the strategy help with the, the products the things that your membership is going to give it's going to pay off for both the rider and for the, the brand as yeah. well, isn't it, if, if they do that? So is there anything, like, what would you say is, like, a common mistake or anything that we haven't covered that, that we need to put in front of people today that would be a good? Uh, a really good tip uh, I heard from a brand a few months ago is invite the riders to your marketing meetings. So even if they can't make it, send them a write-up. But I think that's something that needs to be happening more often because, you know, yeah. your brand ambassadors and sponsored riders are part of your marketing strategy. So get them involved. That's going to be yeah. my key tip, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, they need to know. Yeah, they need to know what's going on, what you're promoting, what you yeah. need to put, be pushed out there. Like, don't expect them to be psychic and work it out. And, and like, I've, no. I've had this even um, when I used to do social media for, for brands and for businesses that they would expect me just to work it out. <laughs> and I'm like, but how can I create this around what you're offering if you haven't sent me anything, if you haven't told me anything? It's like I'm flying dark and riding Zolo, and that's really, really hard. So, yeah, that's a, that's an awesome good tip. What other tips would you have for businesses? I was going to say, like, you don't want your brand ambassadors and sponsor riders to be the last person to know about a new product you've got coming out. If you're launching something, you want that rider to have tried and tested it, really, and, and use yeah. them to help develop your products. Like, they're... Yeah they're part of that so i definitely say involve them in your product development that's key we've done that a lot with um 
gloves, riding gloves. And that's been really successful. Also, um, ask them for content. If you need something, don't be afraid to ask them. So obviously a lot of the smaller brands are trying to get good quality photos. Um, and good quality video is difficult. So lean on them. Use them for your shoots if you're doing any brand shoots. You know, they'd love to get involved most of the time really enjoy being involved and often have quite nice facilities that you can use so so lean on them yeah. in more ways than just the obvious ones is what I'd say yeah and I like that idea I think that actually see like seeing the relationship rather than just a, a terms of a transaction and that I'm giving you money and yeah. whatever actually see them as a, a member of the team a member of the staff like almost yeah bring them in bring them into the inner circle a little bit and I think they'd probably appreciate that and they're going to deliver more um more for you if if they've got, a, if you see that relationship differently, definitely as a brand, I like yeah. that idea. I definitely sort of hold on to that. Now, the other thing that I wanted to chat a little bit about today <laughs> while you're on the podcast is you've been working with me now since was it September? Yeah, that September, yeah, that probably sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. How have you how have you found sort of working with me? Tell everybody a bit about like what it's been like working <laughs> with me and what you've done. I mean, I'll be brutally honest. I was sat end of last year going, right, I've got to make or break this business now. I've been work, I'd worked with coaches before. Some of them had been brilliant. Sometimes I felt like I'd spent so much money and I'd, I'd got to a point where I felt like the online coaching space was a bit of a scam. And it made me back off my own business because part of my business is actually online coaching. You know, I, as well as doing the sponsorship management itself, I will teach people how to go and do that because that is more powerful. And I think for me, you just cut all the bullshit out. I'm going to swear that's well. You've given me so many processes and procedures. Um, and actually, you know, whenever I'm stuck, you are there. I'm on the, was it the six step up in six, I think? Or leg yeah, up in six, yeah you, you signed up to my yes, my special Black Friday offer, which yeah. Yeah, I do occasionally yes. <laughs> spur on in six, which yeah, so yeah, you'd gone into the Stable Foundations Hub Plus, hadn't yeah. you? Which was, again, which is my group coaching. And I often say to people, start yeah. there because it's, it's a it's yeah. an affordable level. My aim is always to get it to pay itself back as quickly as possible. And then and then yeah. we had a one to one because you get one to ones as part of that. And and you sort of said after the one to one, you're like, I need to I wanna go and work sort of yeah. the next level with you. Like what do you think was like key into making that that switch? I think sometimes the bonus being in your group is sometimes you're the only one in it. And it was like you get so much value because you kinda get a one to one in there as well. And yeah. I just needed that for me like I don't like working for someone I don't like having a boss but I needed to kind of be told what to do and I just got so lost all the process of my business had gone I was just stuck in the day-to-day -day. and you give me so many tools to help me step up and then I'm actually starting to like form proper processes and make it a business that runs itself rather than me just being stuck doing all the the little tasks and that's that's been really key and actually really helping my gallop into 24 challenge and off the back of it you know I got quite a few new clients come through the doors just because I've been brave enough to get myself back out on the socials again yeah and we've, we've sort of done a lot of work around sort of that and things yeah. that people need to, and, and so I'm often saying to people even what worked last year doesn't always work the same we have to reposition it and so sometimes having that support to help you to see the wood for the trees you know yeah. Can, yeah. can really help so if somebody was sort of thinking about working with me like what would your advice be to them I definitely say go into you know if you're scared for the investment because it, it it is intimidating. I'd go into the um, stable foundations like for me that's been super helpful. Just access to the I keep forgetting it's there, and then every now and then I open it. I'm like oh god, all the tools I need are actually sat in here. So yeah. if you want a bit of 
paperwork and function and process that's all laid out but for me just wanted a bit of accountability again and that's and having someone to work with like it gets really lonely working on your own and actually having someone to bounce ideas off and not feel like you're going completely mental has been really really powerful so i think test test the waters with the stable foundations you know tax deductible expense and it's not too much so your business can cover it um yeah. and you'll get get to meet you more and understand how you work and and then i think they'll realize from there what what other support they can have for their business because obviously everyone's going to need something slightly different same job yeah. because this is something yeah. that's actually on my team because I've been there as well with coaches and things where I felt a little bit burnt or I felt that other than I didn't get extra support when I needed it and and, and everything yeah. else and it's a really hard place to be and it's yeah say there is a lot out there especially in the coaching industry that just um I think for me yeah. it just all got too much when people are like oh here's my bank statement here's how much I earn and, and I was like I that's great mm. but like you know it just felt all too much fluff and I was like yeah that's great but I'd love to earn that kind of money my business model isn't isn't that you know I'm here to help riders and yeah I've got to fund my own my own horse and that's expensive enough yeah. but I'm not somebody who's looking to just build a business to make multi-millions and yeah for me you weren't standing there shouting from the rooftops oh look I've made this set and the other you're going here's the results I'm delivering and that's yeah. for me more powerful when you weren't full of crap it's just nice to meet yeah, someone no, normal, yeah like... somebody often said to me oh my gosh you're the real deal like she said when when i saw yeah. you yeah and then i spoke to you she's like yeah yeah this is this is what i get there's no different you know there's no no difference yeah. why i do a lot of the podcasts and i do a lot of um videos and things so i want people to get to know me and if they like the way that i i am that's what you get isn't it so yeah and so, you get tangible products from you as well which is helpful like, yeah tangible process yeah. product documents to use like all of that you just yeah. saved a lot of us having to go through and do all that pain ourselves which a lot of other yeah, coaches I've worked with have just told me I need to go and do it but you've gone here you go and you're like oh yeah, yeah sometimes I'll even pull it up and we'll do it on the call because it's just like yeah. then let's get it done now like let's not waste time otherwise I'll give it to yeah. you you go away you'll get stuck on well I'm still stuck how do I do this it's like no let's work yeah. it out let's let's work through those blocks right now and, and actually see so you've got something you take away and move forward so is there anything else you'd tell anybody that if they were thinking of yeah working with me is there anything else like advice wise you'd give them i'll just say pop you a message you know ask because you um you know yeah it's scary to put that investment in but perhaps just send you a message first and be like and let you let you jenny know what you're what they're struggling with and then you can go from there because you're not going to bite their hands off or charge them you're not someone who's like oh yeah by the way that call was x amount of money like yeah. you're just up front and honest and i think as soon as they talk to you they'll realize the help and value you can give them yeah well thank you i really really appreciate that and i can't wait to see you where everything goes with sort of riviera pr and all the riders and say the challenge that Please. you've been running um through january has been awesome i've been watching the buzz um for gallop into well, 2024 yes <laughs> it's a trouble isn't it once it sort of works it's like oh my gosh how do i yeah how do i yeah. deal with all this but it's been so good like what what results have you been seeing through people i know that they've been sharing a lot of their posts and and things like that yeah it's been really nice like a lot of people have said they've enjoyed having a community um i think that's one of the nicest things that comes out of it it's like oh thank you so much like i've january is so dull and boring and this has got me up and motivated again and just seeing opening people's eyes up to stats you know some one lady posted in the group and she's had a 5,000 increase in reach in the last three weeks just off the back of the challenge. So 
yeah, it's nice to see people connect and then they're like, oh God, I'm so glad I found this account and I've met this person and made that friend. And I'm, I sort of started January going, oh God, what have I, why have I done this? Like, why in January have I given myself all this work? And then you get messages like that and you're like, I don't know, this is why. And like, everyone's yeah bolstered and boosted for the year, which is really nice. Yeah, and so it's, it's such such an important thing. If, if people can master it now, like once they go into yeah. the season and they're actually riding and they're competing, their content, their their profiles will be so on point that the that businesses will be hopefully biting their hands off to work with them. That's that's the aim. I, I totally restructured it this year so that everyone could create their own content from it. Probably daft, like I probably should have just created a nice content plan and sold it. But I was like, no, I want to empower people to be able to do this. Because normally February, everyone falls off and doesn't know what to post. Whereas this time I've gone, right, here's content pillars, here's structure, this is how you can go and use it. And then, then they can just recycle it going forwards. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, that's really key. And do you think you'll run it again next year? If there's anybody that's listening to the podcast after January, like, do you think it's something you do next year? That Yeah, I normally run it every year. So this year was a bit of a restructure and I cut it down, but definitely it's... I say yes. Yeah. I, every year, try and get more organised in December yeah. for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'll definitely, I will definitely run it again next year. Yeah. So anybody that yeah wants to get into it for January next year, make sure that you're following Katie's accounts so that you can yeah you can get on it. So if somebody wanted to find you, Katie, where do they need to go? Uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I named my business after my horse. They made it really hard to spell. Um, it's Riviera PR Ltd on both Facebook and Instagram. So. Find yeah. me there. And so find you there and, and get in. And yeah. yeah, if you've got any questions or need support with your yeah, brand ambassadors, riders, um, Katie is your girl. So thanks so much for joining me today. Um, and so Thank what you would your me. final, final top tip be? Like your best tip for treat it like any rela- any relationship and treat the other person how you'd like to be treated yourself. I love that. I love that. Go and check Katie out. And um, thank you so much for joining me today.